Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are in the amazing book called Uncommon Influence by Tony and Lauren Dungy. And we are in chapter nine, uh, pushing pause, choose rest. And as I said in the last episode, I'm already in love with this chapter because it is our vindication chapter. Because as I mentioned, our family gets highly criticized for how busy we are. And it's so refreshing to read from um, another couple who's probably busier than we are. Yet they um, can explain exactly how rest works and how uh, family and rest does can work uh, for people who are busy. And it's it's the thing is that we just seem to not connect is that generally speaking, people who are um, tend to be busy understand the value of rest and understand the value of family. That they understand that's where their energy comes from from rest. They understand that's how they recharge from rest. They understand that they are better and more productive when they are rested and have spent valuable time with God and their family. And that is the reason they can accomplish a lot of things and be um, busy um, and do a lot of different things. And it's like, we just cannot connect those two together. So um, it's been great reading this because they are exactly who we are. And again, they're probably a lot busier than we are. Um, I mean, they are a high profile family. We are not, but I relate to so many different things that I'm reading in this book. Um, and so in the last episode, we were just kind of talking and understanding the importance of, um, rest. And so, um, as this chapter ends and I'm already, um, completely done with this chapter, Tony Dungy gives us, um, how we can understand what rest is and how to, incorporated into our lives. And one of the things he says on page 182 is um, lesson one is uh, rest requires preparation. And so I love how he gives the the example on page 182 of how a Jewish family, they they intentionally practice Sabbath, um, which is at sundown on Friday until sun... um, sundown on on Saturday. No, yeah, Friday and Saturday. But um, prior to Sabbath, they do everything they need to get done. They clean, they cook, they um, go grocery shopping, they prepare, they do everything they have to do prior to Sabbath so that during the Sabbath, they are not doing those things. They are resting. Um, And so basically what he is saying here is you have to prepare yourself to rest. You have to be mentally focused and prepared uh, for times where you are going to 
rest and not do things that you would uh, um, otherwise be doing. And it's so true. Um, it's, 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 it's so true. I remember there was a time, um, three years ago, our family, I mentioned it already our, in the last episode, our family has family nights on a regular basis. And I remember we had, we were, we had planned a family night, um, one Friday evening when my husband, it was during, um, their bye week he's a football coach. And on this Friday, um, they didn't have a football game. And so we planned a family night. And we talked about what we wanted to cook. We talked about uh, the the dessert we were going to make. We talked about the movies we were going to watch together. Um, At that time, I was on staff at a church. And I remember that Friday. I can still vividly remember that Friday. I couldn't wait to get home that afternoon because we had prepared for it. We talked about it. Um, They had even, they were called, had called me during the day to ask different questions Um, and they had actually were in putting it all together that Friday while I was at work and I, I could not wait to get home. I could not wait to get home. I was so excited to get home and enjoy our family night together. Um, and so, I mean, and and so basically that's just what he's saying is you have to prepare yourself to rest. You have to prepare for those times of, um, of, of, of taking, taking yourself out of what you're doing and rest. And as we'll learn here further in the chapter, spending time with your family is considered, you know, a time of rest. Sometimes we might mistake thinking rest as sleep. So you just need to sleep all the time. No, that's not at all what he is saying. He is saying rest is taking yourself out of the errands you need to do or the work you need to do or responding to people or getting something done um, that needs to be done in, you know, in outside your home or outside where you are and taking that time to enjoy just being, um, doing nothing, if you will. And so, um, you have to prepare for that and you have to, um, decide that you are going to take time to prepare to rest. Um, the other thing, the next thing he says on page 185, lesson two is you have to, um, um, have, have resolve. You have to stand up for your rest. As he says, um, that whenever their family has, um, prepared for rest, he says, make no mistake. Every time we are preparing for rest and we're going to have rest, things happen. This happens, that happens. Um, he says that on page 185, that they actually have had to miss their family reunions because the family reunions with their extended families is consistently planned during their family's time of rest. And he even says, it's not that we don't want to be around our extended family or that we don't love our extended family. We do. He says, but it's planned. It's just continually planned during that time. And we have, we have, we value that sacred time of rest in our family in the summer. They, um, go to Eugene, Oregon, and that, that is their time of rest as a family. And they, he said, they value that. So unfortunately they have to say no when the extended family reunion is consistently planned during their time of rest. So you have to be able to say no to certain things, because as he says, you'll say yes to one thing and then you'll go do it real quick and think, okay, I'll come back to it. And guess what? Um, you come back to your rest and guess what? Somebody else will call you. Somebody else, something else will happen. It'll never end. It will never end. 
you have to stand up um, for for your rest. He says on page 185, he says, it will feel like there's an evil plot being carried out against you by everyone. And it's funny because that's how I feel sometimes, you know, but you have to be wise and smart. And anytime that you are going to do something of value, especially if you're going to spend time with God, especially if you're going to be a better person, you have to understand that you are going, things are going to come against you. And it doesn't mean that people are out there plotting against you. It doesn't mean that people are conspiring against you. We live in a spiritual world and there are going to be times when you say, I'm going to rest and then I'm not going to, I'm going to say no to this. You have to be wise and know something is going to interfere with that. It's going to happen. And as he says on page, the bottom of page 185, uh, be wise, turn off your phone, turn off notifications. Take, uh, for me, I uh, take off your, your watch. I mean, I, I didn't realize this, this is just off topic. I didn't realize even though you turn off your phone, um, if it's near you, your watch still buzzes. So I had to get to the point where I take my watch off as well so that I'm not interrupted when I am trying to be focused and have that time of rest. Well, God, I, there was a time when I was on staff at church and I went through a month of wanting to just go into this fasting mode during lunch. And I just, for like a month, um, decided I was going to be, just go away. And I found a small area that I could go into and read and pray and talk to God. And, um, that's how I discovered the Apple watch thing, because I was in that doing that and my, my arm kept buzzing. So I had to learn to take off my watch as well. So you have to really be focused. And, and, and I didn't even tell people where I was. I wouldn't even t- let anybody know the, the location of where I was doing this because uh, um, people will say, oh, I was looking for you. Oh yeah. I just kind of, I'm in this, I'm just going to spend some time, just quiet time during lunchtime. I wouldn't even tell anybody where I was in the building because <laughs> I didn't want anyone to come looking for me. So all that to say is you have to stand up for your rest. You have to stand up for your time to um, refresh and spend time with God and listen to him. You have to stand up for that because this world is not going to stand up for that for you. This world is going to need you for this, 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 this. And if you're not wise, you're going to say yes, 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 yes to everything. And you're never going to get that time of rest that you need. And again, we're not talking about sleeping. We're talking about taking yourself out of a situation to spend time with God. And then um, lesson three of what he says to us is, is understanding that, you know, rest results in refueling. And that's just what I have said over and over. When you are spending time away from not doing something, you are refueling yourself. It is empowering you. And so when people can't figure out how you can do this, how you can do that, how you can do this and that, you're so busy. All all you have to say is I spend a lot of time in a quiet state with God. And in that quiet state with God, it gives me the energy that I need to be able to do the things that he wants me to do. Um, And so um, he talks a lot about what he thinks resting is. And a lot of things are the things that we think resting is. He says that he he considers rest um, talking, having long talks with his wife and kids where he's able to just spend that time unrushed, he says here on page 187, unrushed time talking with his kids and his wife. He says he he considers rest sitting around a campfire with friends over dinner. That's to him considered rest. Um, he considers rest um, taking a walk, just sitting outside, 
and looking at nature. That's what he considers rest, and it gives him refuel to um, to uh, to to do the th- to do the things that God wants him to do. And I think about myself when I was reading this chapter. Um, I wake up every morning um, to pray and talk to God every single day, and to be in my Bible every day. But on Saturdays is different. Um, I wake up, I sleep in, if you will, and it's only one hour past the time <laughs> I wake up anyway. Um, which is still very early. But on Saturday mornings, I had been doing this for a long time and I didn't even realize what I was doing or why I was doing it. But I just wake up and I get my coffee and I just sit in the living room. That's when I that's all I do. And I sit and I think and I talk and I just listen. Sometimes if it's during the spring or summer, I sit right by the back door and I can hear the birds outside and no one else is awake. Um, and I just sit and I love, love, love Saturday mornings exactly for that reason. Okay. Um, just recently it was so funny. Um, on Saturday morning, one, one Saturday morning I woke up and our fire alarms just sometimes just randomly go off. It happens like every so often. And, um, I woke up early and, um, the fire alarms were going off and I'm, and I probably shouldn't have had this thought, but I'm thinking, oh, great. (laughs) I hope nobody wakes up, right? Because it was going to infringe upon my just sitting, doing nothing, you know? But I cannot tell you how much I love Saturday mornings. I look forward to Saturday mornings just for that reason, because I am up alone and I just sit in my coffee doing nothing at all. That might sound bizarre to you, that you do nothing. No, I don't do anything. I don't don't, um, read anything. I just sit and talk to God. I listen and it's just quiet. And that's, I, that I'm able to do that sometimes for about 30 to 40 minutes. And I positively love it. Okay. You will be surprised how um, energized you feel when you just stop and rest. You know, I didn't even mention it. He also says waking up, praying and talking to God is, is rest, but I, I do that every day. You know, if you just wake up, basically begrudgingly wake up and then you have your whole family coming at you at once. I mean, you're not going to have a good day. You're just not. You have to just wake up and be in this restful state with God, spend time with him, just sitting. You will be surprised how um, energized you feel throughout the day if you did that on a regular basis. So I'm happy that I was able to read this and he explained exactly what we already know. It's so important to take that time to rest because if you are busy you can be, you can do the things for God when you have that quiet time with him. So I have totally enjoyed this chapter. We are um, on chapter 10. We only have two more chapters to go, but thank you so much for joining me on this episode and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.